It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. Welcome back to the B movie breakdown. I'm Corey. And I'm Sam. Sam back with us. No Dan, no DRC. I'm starting to think that Dan and Sam might be the same person or something like that because <laughs> they uh, they're never in the same place at the same time. So it's getting uh, it's getting a little weird. <laughs> so uh, this this is B Movie Breakdowns, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low budget, lesser known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be reve- revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to do it. So we can get some fucking more hits and shit and downloads on iTunes. That would be fucking cool. And rate us when you're on there. Rate us with a T. Rate. Rate with a T. Uh, You can also download it on our website, bnbpodcast.com. Or on Stitcher. Uh, also, what was that? Uh, I've, I, it's Downcast or Downcaster. Downcaster, Downcast. I don't Downcast. know. I use that like iTunes, like the Apple iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It's on yeah. there too because that's connected to iTunes. So it's on your uh, any podcast app. I yeah, I, for the most part, I see it. Kings to iTunes, yeah. so uh, you can do that. You can reach us on our website. You can also reach us at our email at bnbpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter at bnbpodcast and the place most people seem to post things is on our Facebook page facebook.com slash bnbpodcast or just search bmoviebreakdown. So, this week we watched a canon film from 1981 Enter the Ninja. Uh, I previously mentioned it last week about canon films. I watched their absurd documentary uh, let me look up to see what it was called it is called electric boogaloo the wild untold story of canon films uh i think it's out now on dvd for like eight bucks or something there's also a canon film pack they came out with with nice. like blood sport uh invasion usa uh, a couple other chuck norris movies like uh, missing in action and delta force masters of the universe is in there Wow. Um, I don't know, a few other... It's quite a pack. Uh, Cobra is in there, and I think Over the Top might be in there, too. That was one reason I kind of didn't want to... I think there was, like, two movies I already have in there, Bloodsport oh, and Over the Top, sure. and I was kind of like, I don't want to double dip. <laughs> but it was, like, 30 bucks, and it came with the documentary. So if you want a lot of absurd action movies, and plus a really insane documentary about uh, the movie industry, specifically canon films... I highly recommend it. I re- I rented the movie on iTunes for like a dollar or two when when it first came out because I really wanted to see it and it's insane. These two Israeli dudes who wanted to make movies. They made movies overseas and then they wanted to start making movies here. Is it Menahem Golan? Are those uh, is that their names? Or? Yeah, it's. Uh, Menahem Golan and Yoram Globus or something like that. Wow. Menahem and Yoram, I believe oh, is their names. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, these two Israeli cousins who wanted to make movies, and they would just make... They mean, they made... They made. They didn't do the first Death Wish, but they made, like, Death Wish 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> like, stuff like that. They would always get these, like, franchises, and they made, like, Superman th- 4. 
They didn't wow. make one, two, or three, but they made Superman four. They did Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. Interesting. They did Masters of the Universe. They made a lot of ridiculous movies, and they really like ninja movies because they have this series, Enter the Ninja, and then they have American Ninja, which is also looks absolutely insane. So I'm sure we'll come back to some of these canon films from time to time because they made yeah. a lot of ridiculous ones. Some Jean-Claude stuff with Cyborg, uh, Cobra and Over the Top. We did Over the Top on the podcast before, but lots of absurd stuff, especially Chuck Norris. Like Chuck Norris was like their, <laughs> like, their big, big go-to. I mean, just from the way this is filmed, you can just tell it's absurd. Just something about the quality of the film... The way it's shot, how it's shot, everything. The actors they pick. I mean, I don't want to shoot down on anybody, but I mean there's it's not like No, the guy that Tom got, Cruise is No, anybody. they got this guy no. Franco Franco Nero, who is a character actor who has done a lot of shit. Uh, most recently Django Unchained, which we found out on IMDb, and he had like a just a small role, small but part. like it was still like, oh, you know, leave it to Tarantino to include somebody as like a right. character actor like this. He's pretty big on a lot of character actors. So, yeah, this movie, it was pretty ridiculous. Had a lot of ridiculous kills. For for a lower-budget yeah. action movie, it wasn't terrible. It, it, the plot is nothing special or anything. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, this is the best movie. And, but, it, I mean, if you like cheesy action movies... I'd say if you like any aspect of ninja culture, this is right up your alley. They've oh, got yeah. every... Single type of weapon or whatever. Almost every item. Yeah, size, ninja stars, Like the swords, smoke grenades, smoke yeah. bombs or whatever. Nunchucks, everything. Staffs. Oh, the hands. The hand. Hand spikes, hand whatever spikes, you want to call yeah. that, yeah. Uh, the, the movie, though, sadly, if you want to watch it <laughs> with us, you're going to have some complications because yes. I thought it was in full on YouTube, which it is, but it was in, on YouTube, it was in... On YouTube, I want to say it was... <clears throat> It was either Japanese, Chinese, Cantonese. So, some sort of uh, Asian language there. Right. And then, and then on Daily Motion, I thought it was also in full, but it was <laughs> in English, 10 minutes yeah. shorter, and then it was like a French overdub. Yeah, some kind of language. It was irritating because that's what I ended up watching it on, on Daily Motion, that version. And you could, like, there was like three or four seconds of where. You got just the English dialogue, and then the guy went over, some guy went over in French or something, which, why? Why do that? Why leave the English? Yeah, why leave the uh, that audio? There was yeah. somebody who clearly didn't know what they are doing, and they left the English track in there for whatever dumb, yeah. dumb reason. But I have the movies on Blu-ray, so I was able to watch it in crystal clear. Uh, Say that one more time. I have the movies on Blu-ray. I have the movies on Blu-ray. So that's, that's that's a crowning achievement. I mean, I have some other absurd <laughs> movies. Like, look it. Do I need? Does anybody need to own Street Fighter on Blu-ray? No, not Street Fighter with Sonny <laughs> Chiba. Like Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh. Does anybody need to own that on Blu-ray? No, nobody needs to own that on Blu-ray. They're precious keepsakes, though. They are. Whatever makes when you, you when happy. you can find it for like five dollars at Walmart, yeah. why not? Exactly. Why not? It's worth it. But the movie is also available to rent. On Amazon for like two or three bucks. Same thing, I think it was on Vudu, which is a Sony oh, streaming yeah. service. It was available on there for two or three bucks to rent as well. So, 
I mean, check it out if you like ninja movies. It's just yeah. a fucking cool ninja movie. The the dude who played the main character Cole, the white ninja, a little questionable, <laughs> but his in his uh, action skills. But you know, he did his best. It was. Uh, he just looks like a regular ass guy. I mean, which yeah. is kind of endearing in a way. You're like, oh, yeah. This, I thought this guy sold me a car last week or something. Like he just looks like a normal dude. So, quick like synopsis before we get into things. The movie's set in Japan in the beginning and then moves to the Philippines pretty quickly. And it tells the story of Cole, a Westerner who has been ad- inducted into the secret fighting rituals of the ninja. Coming to the aid of his friends against some land-grabbing oil barons, he easily takes on all opponents until a ninja assassin, his like main rival yeah. dude, is brought into the, the mix to, uh, to try to take him down. So it's a, it's a pretty... It's a pretty, you know, your standard, like, revenge, like, uh, not really revenge, but, like, good guy, bad guy. Yeah. Here's the bad guy trying to take something. These bad guys want something. These people are like, no, we're not letting you have it. We're getting it. I mean, it's a lot. How many action movies have had that story of, like, not even just necessarily a land, but anything money or. Yeah, if you're looking for. An item or something. It's, 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 it has a pretty generic. Story. If you're looking for like some outstanding original type story, this is not your movie. But if Mm. you want good action, yeah, like I said, and there's some gory parts to it. It's not over the top like gore. No, there's a few like kind of gory parts. It's like a two out of five gore. Yeah. So for I mean, you might not expect that out of a movie like this. You might think like, oh, you know, they'll get hit with a sword or something, but whatever. But there's there's a few. Pretty bloody parts, especially when the guy gets the spikes to the head. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a decent amount. There's of, a lot of, of like going on. Neck breaking too. Yeah, lots of neck breaking, lots of neck breaking, and the movie it starts off the opening credits right from the get go. Ninja moves. Oh yeah, it's just the the black. It's like, that's the, like ten solid minutes of just yeah. ninja. So in the jungle, for for the most part, we'll probably be referring to the other ninja who is like the bad ninja as the black ninja. Right, he's dressed in a black, your typical black ninja costume mm-hmm. that you would see uh cole the main main character the american guy who's the ninja he's dressed in a white costume white ninja costume and then there's a few red ninjas but mainly black and white ninja right for the for the the most part so yeah the opening credits is just the black ninja doing like absurd ninja moves sweet kills is he killing anybody yeah well the guy got a Throwing star to his forehead, didn't he? Isn't that right in the beginning? But that's in the when they're in the woods. I mean, in the opening credits. Oh, okay. There's like that. There's just a demonstration oh, yeah, going on like for a, like ten yeah, minutes, like yeah. a ten minute opening Pardon credit me. scene. Yep. And then yeah. that, then all of a sudden yeah. the white ninja comes out of nowhere. It's just uh, all right, and then it just cuts to them fighting on the top of a mountain. Yeah, which awesome. Which was awesome, but then like you mentioned, once they move away from that like mountain area. They move to like a foresty like type jungly, of forest, tall grass. Yeah, yeah like but you, like you were saying, it could have been filmed either actually in Japan or just in Joliet. Yeah, just down the street. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, it in the woods somewhere yeah. here in in Illinois. Like it really doesn't, it really doesn't matter. Right? So, so and pretty. I would watch the trailer, but I didn't really remember when we were once I was watching the movie. So I kind of figured that the white. Ninja was American, just based on face the yeah. parts of his face you could see. His eyes. I was like, I was like, yeah, his eyes, and maybe just even just more of like his like brow and everything like that just seemed more like 
of American type. In that there. wasn't a dead, dead giveaway to me, though. Bef- I mean, it, it, I mean, his eyes could have been, but his yeah. eyes couldn't have been. Maybe it right. could have been like I a, really could have been thrown off. It was still checked out, like until he actually made to, the reveal. Yeah, and he's going through the woods. He's he slices this one red ninja in the fucking mouth. Yeah, slices his mouth open, blood pouring everywhere. Kills a couple more ninjas. Ninja stars of one fucking dude in the face. And then he starts shooting arrows, which this is your first indication of that the weapons in this movie are not real weapons, <laughs> yes. which most of the time, obviously, they're not going to be, but they a little, little under budget here on the <laughs> yeah. weapons. The arrows are a little flaccid, <laughs> and then so are the swords at times, a little, little floppy and wobbly. And so it feels... The way this movie started with just that happening, yeah, it felt like you you started watching a movie in the middle of a movie. Yes, basically. Like, like honestly, this movie was an hour and a half long, which is fine. It didn't need really need to be longer. No. But if it was longer, they could have tacked down like fifteen extra minutes in the beginning of the movie, <laughs> of a, like to show you what kind of was. But again, it was like a reveal type of thing, and I didn't know that at the time. But definitely, when I'm first watching it, I'm like. Okay, so this feels like we just started in the middle of a movie. Yeah. Like, we, there was other scenes that we didn't see, but this is just fucking happening. And then he throws... One, one death I forgot, shit. He throws a sword at one of the red guys. He throws a sword. And it goes into the guy's stomach. Okay, I remember From a that. good distance, he like yeah. whips the sword at the guy. And I'm sure the sound effect was awesome, because they're all, like, all over the place. It's like... Lasery sound, like, like oh yeah, everything. The ninja stars are always like, <laughs> like like some sort of like blade, like yeah. like a saw blade starting up or something yep. like. <laughs> yeah, and everything. The sound effects for every little aspect are just out of control in this whole movie. That's one thing that I kept writing down about was the was the sound effects. Oh, it's so. And good. then he goes up to this building. He the black ninja surrenders. He tells him surrender or die. So I was like, whoa, that's pretty fucking intense. Yeah. And there's this old man standing outside the building, which he proceeds to cut this man's head off. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, I... Like, instantly, I thought, I was like, holy, I was like, holy fuck. Like, he just cut this guy's, de- this guy's head off. And I was like... It right off. And they just acted like it was nothing. The One movie, the movie. And I'm like, holy shit. And then he goes in, kneels on the ground in this temple that he pulled, that he ran up to, takes his mask off, Definitely did not think that's what he was gonna look yeah. like. Big ass mustache. He almost looks like like an almost like a poor man's Chuck Norris, I like see a younger it. Chuck I Norris. See it. Oh yeah, you gotta go younger Chuck Norris for yeah, sure. With yeah, like no beard, just mustache. Yeah. Younger Chuck Norris. That's definitely. But here's here's what was on my mind. It seemed like such a sense of urgency. He made it through the wooded glen of ninjas, and comes to the ninja compound, chops a head off. And it's like he's still. I, I thought I recall like there's still some some things in his way when he's getting into the building. Urgent. It's like urgent. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I'm just gonna like kneel down and just like. But yeah, and then instantly these other ninjas come in, yeah. and so you're kind of like, oh, I get. Yeah. What's, what's uh, he must? I thought maybe he killed all these guys. Now he's their like leader. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. So it's then misleading. it's revealed that it was a test because. The man whose head he comes off comes walking in with the head that he cut off. Right. Which you th- didn't Which really... went over me. And I don't know. But what? the thing is, when he cut off that guy's head, the head that he cut off looked... like before. Yeah. Right before he cut the guy's head off was the guy. 
Right. So the head he's holding looks it very swerve. fake. It's a little bit of like a, ah, I got you, but it looks very fake, the head. But still, it was like, it was like, honestly, this that was a really elaborate test. Because he yeah. was legitimately Way hurting elaborate. people. Yeah, he, he killed, he killed, he killed at least three guys. So the one guy has the cut across his face still, and the other guy wants the cut on yeah. his arm. But there's significantly less ninjas, I'm sure, yeah, than there were cause before. Because he murdered multiple ninjas. Those ninjas, I guess, were like, they were getting ready to fire those ninjas, and they were like, well, you're going to go out. Yeah. yeah. Be a part of this test, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for some reason, the black ninja, he hates Cole, the white ninja. Yeah, he's got some vendetta against Like, him. he doesn't like that. I think he doesn't like that he's this American who came in and, like, was, like, top dog. And then he wouldn't drink, like, the drink. For what reason? Yeah. I don't know why he wouldn't Because he's not a real ninja. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so... or whatever. Yeah. So... Cole says he's going to go to the Philippines to see his longtime friend from Vietnam, uh, whose name is Frank Landers. He goes to Frank's house after he gets off the plane. He pulls... But why did he walk, or did a car drop him off? Oh, yeah, like a little Jeep. Yeah, so he gets dropped off. He's in a sexy white leisure suit. Yeah. He gets dropped off. Frank's wife, Marianne, comes running out of the house with a shotgun. Like, who the fuck are you... Get out of here! Just you're. This is you're trespassing, and so what does Cole do? <laughs> he knocks the gun disarms out of her, her, disarms her, and then turns her around and basically starts molesting just cops her. Cops a little feel. He's, he's like, grabbing her boobs yeah. like no other. Just seeing what kind of talent we're working. I mean, with. she didn't wear a bra the entire movie, and they're yeah. flopping around like no other. Yeah. So she's basically like, look at my boobs Here's the whole the time. Goods. But she wasn't like, here's the goods. Molest me. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, she wasn't giving Cole up. Took advantage. Though. She wasn't giving that vibe. Yeah. I understand he was trying to like hold her, like yeah. restrain her. Yeah. But it was a weird way of restraining of grabbing somebody's boobs, especially if they're female. Yeah. 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 You know, I came up with who this woman is. Poor man's version. That is, Taryn Manning. You know that name, Taryn Manning. So. Orange is the New Black. I've never watched the show. Um, Hustle and Flow. Yeah, I remember that movie. Uh, the, like, hookery girl, whatever. All right, yeah, I see it. Right? I mean, it's kind of there. Like, this actress... Yeah, but that wouldn't be... Could be her mom, maybe. Yeah, mom, I would say. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be poor man's because they wouldn't be at the same time. Well, and poor S- woman's. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't at the same time, no, so it's yeah, not like yeah, she could have. Yeah. they could have replaced her with her. Right, right, I'm just saying... But, like, because, like, Frank Landers, he's very much... A, they could have, like, oh, we could... They could have got Norris, we, we, but, yeah. we, oh, No, that was Cole. Like, oh, okay. Like, oh, we didn't do Norris. Maybe they weren't, didn't have, make any movies with Norris yet or something. Right. And, oh, and then for Frank Landers, we couldn't get James Caan, so we found this other guy yeah. who looks... Has the same ha- fucking hair... It's James Totally, Con. totally. So, you know, whatever, we'll... There's we'll lots of poor man's versions. Yeah. So, instantly, Marianne and Cole flirting. Yeah. Even though he, like, attacked her... <laughs> Grope. And g- molested her, she's still like, oh, I kind of like that. And <laughs> is flirting with him instantly. From the time that they first interact, when... You meet Frank and he's pouring him some drinks to at dinner. They're flirting big time. Are we led to believe that this is... They know each other before this, right? Uh, Cole and Marianne? No. This is so their first meeting. Yeah, he goes, because he goes, oh, he goes, he goes, that's my wife. And he's like, oh, sorry, blah, 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 blah. Nice meeting you. So not only is their first meeting titty grabbing, 
it's also like, oh, I'm way down to clown with you. Yeah. Like, I'm into you. Yeah, we, we just met. I but know I'm, you're friends with my husband, but... She uh, must have heard a lot of sexy Vietnam stories from her husband. Yeah, I, yeah, who knows what uh, <laughs> Frank was telling her. Another thing about this movie, too, is clear ADR. Oh, Lots of ADR, which doesn't make much sense because they're saying the dialogue. Yeah, it's all the American. Only, the only times mostly. it's not is when it's the black ninja and he takes off his mask. Because when he has his mask over, over his mouth... Whatever you don't yeah, need it, but he yeah, takes off his yeah. mask at the end, and he's like, "Kill me with honor," and he's like, and then it's not. He's that's yeah, not what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. But everybody else, maybe not the hook guy. His lines might have needed. He looks like he maybe he was I don't struggling think that a little bit. The hook guy. I don't think that was his voice at all. I think they hired somebody else because they were like, "Hook guy's voice doesn't look doesn't sound right to us." Here is a here is why right here. Franco Nero's voice, who plays Cole, is completely dubbed entirely because the main character of Cole originates from Texas, and Nero did not have the voice to match either an American or a Texas accent. Wow! So, so Franco Nero wasn't. Franco like, Nero isn't American, but oh. he can speak English, but which, what is which he? seemed like pretty well. Just out of curiosity, what is he's, Franco? He's Italian. Okay, makes well, sense. Franco, Franco Nero. Yeah. Makes sense, but you know what, Franco Nero, he was in the original Django movie. Like, a, there's a movie called Django. It's not wow. related to Django Unchained, but he is in Django in 1966. Interesting. So that's kind of why, probably why he was in the movie. Yeah. He's in in that, which is in, quite interesting. So yeah, there's your a, one of your ADR questions right there. And okay. Yeah. yeah this movie's riddled with it. So, the oh uh, shit! Where were we so saying? where we were at was oh like, we, were, we were talking about the ADR Frank? yeah and the flirting and shit like that yeah so there's there's this guy somebody Mr. Venarius is the main 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 bad guy's name he wants Lander Frank Lander's land and so Frank's like telling him all about the land showing him the property that he owns and shit like that where he has all these people working I don't know what they farmed. Yeah. They never showed coconuts. That oh, was one time they yeah. were grabbed, but that's not all they did. That can't be. That was just one small portion. But he goes well, to show them the where? land, and he's like, oh, here's all my workers. They're such nice people, and blah, 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 blah. And he seemed to pay them probably pretty well, more than probably other people were getting paid in the area for similar work, and because they seemed quite happy. And he's like... How about, hey everybody, cockfight time! <laughs> and everyone like lost their shit. Spontaneous cockfights. There were two spontaneous cockfights in this movie. Both times, the people watching and or like getting the chickens and stuff, <laughs> or roosters or whatever, are like big time like losing their shit. They love it. There's a cockfighting arena. There is a cockfighting arena in this movie with a restaurant inside. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm they sure serve the looked, losers of the cockfights. It, it looks quite real, so uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna yeah, sit where, there and say. I, I mean, this is probably a really stupid question, or maybe like I should have known. But where are we? Are we in Japan? Are we in America? I mean, it looks mean? pretty America to me. But Philippines, like he goes to the Philippines, but like, where do they film it? You mean? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't it's know. a little all over the place. They're they're in the story. We're in the Philippines, right? Mm. Frank's compound farm, whatever land is in. Okay, and it's funny because you were. I remember you saying about Franco Nero's performance being kind of like, eh, 
a little bit, and uh, there was actually somebody else who was had this role before him and was let go due to his lack of acting ability. Wow. <laughs> so he had to just been a broomstick then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was Franco. actually the original stuntman for, that was hired for the movie. <laughs> yeah. They probably shot all the stunts, and they are like, you know, your acting chops aren't just up to... Up to par, so we're going to let you go, but thank you for... Fo- this movie for was, in fact, stunts. shot outside the United States. See, I it's knew It's the it. only film in the three... Of the three movies that was filmed outside the United States. Okay. So it was actually filmed in the Philippines. Oh, okay. So, huh. there you go. Well, didn't look very authentic to me, but regardless. Yeah. And uh, actually, this movie, one more little tidbit, is... Widely considered to be the movie that popularized ninjutsu during the 1980s. The movie's actually oh, the second major English-language ninja film of the 1980s, as it was preceded by Chuck Norris's The Octagon. Wow. That was the first ninja movie, like, westernized ninja movie. Huh. So, there you go. Some uh, more little interesting hey, factoids. did we skip over... The guy with the crucifixes, titty pics, yet? No, I'm getting there right now, actually. Because Cole, he, he's... He, it almost reminded me of this. There's a, well, obviously, this movie came out first, but there's a scene in Roadhouse where Swayze's outside, like, practicing his moves. Yes! With white pants on. Oh. And this guy's doing that same thing. He's outside practicing his ninjutsu in white pants, no shirt he's on. He's got some nunchucks going. He looks like he's struggling with the nunchucks. But he's very serious, though. Oh, like, very, very serious, but definitely... Mary, is that Marianne that just drives by in a Jeep that's like, Hi! Yeah, she goes... And he's like, Where are you going? And then... She, and then he, she's like, "You want to come?" And he just he's doing his thing, and he goes, "Okay." It's like that's when you could one yeah, of the scenes where you could definitely the chops of his acting skills. Well, that and then the the dubbing is very. Oh much, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go to town. The first time they're going to the actual town of Manila. Okay. I believe this is like because she mentions later on, like, "Oh, he's in town. He's in Manila. Like, there must be a, a little bit of a distance away." So, they go there, and they meet a few interesting characters. One being this old man who is some sort of American. Yeah. Old American man, like, war vet. Yeah, because he's wearing an army jacket. Yeah. And he seems to be, like, the guy around town. If you need to know something, he'll tell you. you. need something, yeah. But he's selling, out of his jacket, nude pictures... And crucifixes. crucifixes. What's he say? Like, uh, this for this? Or maybe you're religious. Yeah, or maybe some- you're the religious type. Or maybe you want some of this or something. Yeah. It's quite It's quite a weird... He's just a weird guy to begin with. But also, Is his name Dollar? I don't know what that guy's name was. I never bothered to pay attention. It was, it was Dollars. Boom. That's that guy's I didn't even watch name. this movie in english and i saw that holy one. shit <laughs> yeah i definitely didn't well because then it's behind him it's it's dollars dollars shop oh was it there was like a little sign behind him yeah oh shit i didn't even boom i'm all over it i tonight. didn't know that here i thought you were gonna do most of the heavy lifting of this <laughs> one i'm throwing in these well next tables. we are introduced to a guy which you didn't even know this was his name or, or that he had a hook for a hand, and it's they show it all the fucking time. Uh, well, I gotta tell you, he had a fucking hook for a hand. Ugh. There's no way you could have skipped past. No, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes when you're watching a movie and it's late and it's not in English, 
Maybe you're not always looking at hands, maybe you're looking just at random stuff. I have no excuse other than I just wasn't paying close attention. But the guy, he is so weird. I still cannot put my finger he, on who he reminds he's, me of. He's, the guy's from Israel. Okay. The actor. You know what it is? So his lines, I'm sure, were he, completely overdubbed. He is, like, just... He is ripe for a... Per, he's the perfect character for any one of those movies that the Mystery Science Theater guys watch. He looks like he oh, would yeah. have been like Manos or he's something like that. He's in all these like movies that. called Lemon Popsicle. I don't know what. Oh, what these are like the border, hell? these are basically like is is Israeli oh. softcore pornos. He's Ooh. in a lot of those. So you have a he, hook for him. What kind of world is that guy playing <laughs> any porno? He's in like Lemon Popsicle seven, eight. I don't know. Holy Why? cow! He's in mainly. He's never really been in any other American movie. I mean, this movie's not necessarily American because it was made by those Israeli dudes who own Canon Films. But that was really the only American type of movie he was ever in. Was hmm. was this movie? He was like a teeny tiny little version of Boss Hog. Yeah, he wore like Boss white... Hog was a teeny tiny guy. Well, so there you go. <laughs> That's what the kind of man we're dealing with. Hook for a hand. Yeah, Boss Hog is definitely a thing. But yeah, he was very ridiculous individual. And not long after that is when Marianne and Cole pull up back to the village where the people, where the workers live yeah, and stuff. Yeah, right. And this man's just getting the fuck beat off him. He's yeah. just getting fucking destroyed. There's no reason. Like, we as a <laughs> viewer don't have... And I don't even know why because... Yeah, we because, don't have any idea why. You know what? He's getting... They mentioned the stuff with the land and stuff like that, and you see the the hook guy bullying people, but that guy that's beating up those the workers, they never even say that that was a thing about the land. Right. I well, you're I think you, you know should assume that it was. Maybe I mean there's spontaneous cockfights. Maybe his cock, like maybe there was some shitty dealings with a cockfight, and they're like fuck you. Yeah, and there might have been a shitty cock. I don't know. <laughs> 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 it's to be determined there. So Cole intervenes in that fight. He slices a guy with a plank of wood and then throws a plank of wood through a man's he, chest. He enters the fight with like a good four foot, five foot leap, like jump kick right to the guy's like jaw. Like it was that that got me excited when I was watching. I was like, whoa, that yeah. was intense. I was just like, oh, this is normal. Just throwing planks of wood through people's yeah. chests. And then you can see Frank in the background just laying there like a fucking drunk. This is when Frank. you really, like, learn, like, you kind of saw before you had a drinking problem. Right here, he definitely has a drinking problem. Maybe he's got a little PTSD. It, it continues when Marianne's looking for help, because the workers say they're leaving because of, they're sick of getting beat up. And so, you know, Marianne's going to look for help, and who happens to be there is the hook. Nice. He's hanging out in the background, creeping, just being a little creepo, because that's what he is. Like he's totally. just a like, creepy henchman, which we still have yet to meet. Like the main bad guy, Mister Venarius. Yeah. We don't even know he's a thing. At this point in the movie, I'm thinking the hook is the guy. Yeah. Who oh, wants yeah. The land. Yeah. That's what I, I know. Assume. Nothing else. I assume just based off of, because he was like, in the town, like kind of giving some people some shit, and I was like. This guy's flexing on people. He's probably the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I thought that he was the the main the main bad guy. That's the first time you really hear the hook talk, too. And it's totally is, not his voice. No, and then, be. yeah, the, you're the instantly like, oh, yeah, this is, not, this is not this man's voice. If you look at his face, 
you would expect like a munchkin voice, like really tiny, like, oh, and then, like <laughs> out comes like this. Just it's not really anything in particular. It's just like rah, 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 I don't it almost know. like a German, yeah, like oh hello, I but he has like a voice. It's like a little German. It's like a little like, oh. yeah. You're right on the money there. <laughs> it's like this little like creepy little German voice that he's got going. I didn't really understand, like, why is this guy in the Philippines? Why are any of these people in the Philippines, to be honest? I don't, don't really know why. They just, they're here, and they work here, and, like, how did got, how did Frank end up here, and then how did he meet Marianne here? Frank is from America. She's from England of some, or somewhere, somewhere. in that area. Uh, Miss, the, that dude's from Germany, clearly. The main bad guy, he is American. His main assistant, Mr. Parker, is British. Yeah, it's all over the place. <laughs> it's really weird. And they all, they all reside in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Philippines. Because it was cheap to film there. Yeah, I guess, apparently. <laughs> and during this, Cole, he takes on a bunch of the, the new, like, or a bunch of the henchmen. And he puts the hook's hand in the wood. Right, and when they're, is, they're in a bar. Yeah, and you haven't really heard any too many cheesy, ta- cheese-tastic lines yet. Oh, but, but this one, he tells him, hang around. Yes. After he's, like, hanging him off of the wood. Ho, ho, ho. Hilarious. And then this is when Hook finally goes to his boss, Mr. Venarius. This guy's got a fucking sweet pad. Yeah, he's basically owns this absurd building. Lots at of... The, at the top of it is a his office yeah. that has a pool. Indoor pool. Indoor pool. People that are always eating yeah, at tables and stuff. Just sexy bikini ladies. But not even just sexy bikini ladies. Just, yeah, just dudes. Just and, like, people, people just having yeah. like lunch and shit. It's like, what the fuck kind of thing? What is he? I don't even know what he did. He wanted land. This is hangers-on. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what his business was. He just wanted the property. Right. That was basically his character, like, I want the property. We need more guys. This guy's beating us. He's got a hot collection of little, like, robes and whatnot. Yeah, he's pretty annoying as well. Yeah. So They created his character well, I'll give him that. Like, yeah. You pretty much hate this guy almost directly off the and first I, and shot. I, and I kind of hated the hook. The only time he did anything with his hook was when they go after that, when they go scouting for new henchmen. Which I thought was a hilarious like thing to put in a movie. Yeah. Like usually, just bad guys just have more henchmen, but no, you get to see the hiring process that goes into yeah. hiring new henchmen. They had some turnover last quarter, so yeah. they were looking for new <laughs> new, uh, new ninjas. Yeah, henchmen. he he uh, hooks one dude in the balls. That's the best. Who's the, the guy who who he hooks? Is his name is Preacher? Why do we need to know that guy's name? I don't know. It was Does like it a weird. Ever, ever. I mean, that guy comes back into play, but not like. No, but we he doesn't need to know his name. Yeah, you know, there's no reason. Like, and the fact that his name was Preacher didn't have any significance to anything. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, he's like a man of God or something like that. It was just like okay. But his think of what preacher. they left on the cutting room floor of this movie. Maybe there was a whole preacher storyline. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. And then there's a lot of kind of questionable cuts in this movie where things just like it just. There's no fade or anything where there yeah. might maybe need have been a fade. Which, I mean, you can just cut to things sometimes, but not like this. It's just like, from here, from this scene of Gathering Henchmen, it cuts to instantly, you know, here's Frank and Cole talking at the watching polo. Yeah. And, you know, they're watching a polo match, and they're having the Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah. It There's just immediately like cuts to that. It was ones. Yeah, it was pretty... Pretty weird and just kind of just, I don't know. And then, again, the 
Cole or Franco or Frank goes back to his place. The people who mentioned they were leaving because of issues with getting beat up decide they're coming back. Yeah, within like days, they decide they're coming back. Yeah, and what is what do they do to what do they do to celebrate? Cockfight. That's right. Another cockfight, and then they're all super pumped. But then the hook shows up, brings his new henchman. They start beating up Frank and the help. They drag that one guy behind that behind bus the, thing. Yeah, behind that little bus. I was like, "Oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck!" But then obviously Cole shows up. He was out riding horses with Marianne, or whoever. Not who all knows they were doing? Yeah, who knows what else they were doing? And then you know the bad guys run off because Cole. She was flopping all over the place on that horse too. What? Marianne. Oh yeah, yes, yes. A lot of flopage going Tits on. Tits flopping. Oh yeah, for Marianne on that horse. And then Cole ends up taking off the hook's hand. I heard his hook. Yeah, but like he takes it off, and then the hook's like, "No, you my hook!" And he like yeah. starts running away. And and then Cole goes, "You forgot something." Goes to throw it, and then they add in, "Womp womp womp womp." <laughs> like, what the fuck that was, was that? It was totally unneeded. Yeah, you know, yeah, just very very weird. Did you notice? When he rips the hook off, his quote-unquote nub, it looks like it's its not bleeding, but it, they made it look... He had, like, red something wrapped around yeah. it or something. I don't really know what was going on there. Because there was a hot minute where I was like, holy fuck, like, did yeah. he do like, yeah. some major damage there? Yeah. So oh, I thought the same thing, and then rewatching it a, few, a little bit ago, I was like, oh, no, I think it was just some sort of, like, whatever. So... V- the hook goes back to Venarius, which Venarius has some sort of women doing synchronized swimming in his pool, who he pays to do that as an he's art piece. Baller money like that, and he fires the hook, fires it's him, just like a... and doesn't kill him. No, nope. most of the time in action movies, right. it's like, oh, he didn't work out. Boom, he's Boom. dead. Because he kills the other guy later on. Like he's expendable. Yeah. Fuck you. Right. Fires the hook. I was like, where will he go? <laughs> we never. You don't see. Do you see the guy at the end in the very last scene as right. a little joke? But you literally don't see this guy anymore in the movie. I thought maybe he was going to, like, turn on Venarius yeah, and be like, I can tell you this. Just because the, the nature and the, the way that he was fired, it was very just, like, formal. Yeah, but, which was weird. It was, again, though, you saw this hiring process of henchmen, and you saw, yeah. like, the HR, like... The, the human resources this side of his true. company of like here's the hiring process and here's when we let people go maybe the hook got unemployment for a little bit there from Venarius or whatever yeah I have I have no idea uh, but after that I think it's Frank and Cole go to meet Venarius at some sort of weird lair hideout yeah thing that. and that scene was awesome because Cole just takes out all the fucking oh yeah the henchmen like and Frank's just Classic Frank. And, yeah, because then Frank and Cole, like, take on Parker's gang. Parker, who is the assistant to Venarius. Yeah, they take on his gang. The sound effects here are just getting out oh, of yeah. out of fucking control. Frank is fucking useless. He, he, I don't even know if he was drunk. He was just fucking useless at this time. Yeah. Just completely a mess. Sucks at fighting. And it cuts from the fight... Straight into at the bar talking about how Frank doesn't know if he wants to have kids because his dad was He's never there for him. And it was like, shoes. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, it literally cuts like instantly to them at the bar. It's so weird. It was such a weird 
a really weird decision. I don't... I totally forgot. And for those that are listening and didn't didn't possibly watch it, but Venarius, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. That guy totally looks like Willem Dafoe. He is the poor bit. man's Willem Dafoe. Well, Boom. A little bit. Little bit. Little bit. Sorry. And Move on. when he's talking about not having kids and stuff like that, he also says after they have this whole conversation, I think there's a few Vietnam flashbacks right there. Yeah. He goes, I just want to get stoned out of my mind. Who says that? Frank. It's, and it, oh, and my it, God. It's just a really weird... Yeah. Th- like, why was this written in the... Why do they have him say this? I don't... He was a drunk, yeah, and now he's getting... He, now he's like, a, it's get okay to get stoned. high, but why does he have to proclaim, I'm going to get stoned out of my mind? And it cuts to... Right after him talking about getting stoned out of his mind, he it cuts to Marianne going into Cole's room. Yeah. And basically, they bang. And mm-hmm. then the next day at breakfast, Marianne's like kind of like had enough with Frank. They have some clearly some marital issues going on. It's the three of them at the breakfast table, which is awkward. Yeah, like you know, awkward. Cole just banged. Frank's, Frank's going on about how great he feels after this amazing yeah. fight because you know he did so fucking good. Yeah, but he's going off, and then she goes, "Haven't you had enough of he- listening to your own voice?" And she goes, I know I sure have. And he goes, what, didn't you get enough sack time last night? So Frank banged her, and then after she was done banging Frank, she went over and gave Cole the sloppy seconds. Is, or are we, maybe it's the other way around. Because maybe he was getting stoned out of his mind. Yeah, maybe. I'm just playing all scenarios here, quite possibly. Either way, Frank, Cole, Eskimo Brothers. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yep. Totally, 100%. And during this time, too, Venerius wants his own ninja. Pretty safe to guess that it's going to be the Black Ninja because it totally is the Black Ninja. Nice little callback. Yeah, Parker goes to Japan to recruit a ninja. It goes to, like, a talent agent, which is weird. Uh, But then you learn that the ninja dude was in some movies. So, <laughs> it, like, kind of makes sense. Weird. Weird thing. Like, why couldn't he just go over there, right. talk to some... He's a bad guy. Why can't he go talk to some other bad guy yeah. who knows about hiring ninjas? Why did he have to go to a... Ta- why did he go to this talent agent? Like, well, they were watching the movie, so maybe they saw the movie, so they looked yeah. up to see... I don't know. Was. He's very formal. The way he fires people, the way he hires people. Yeah. It was Probably c- a tax write-off or something. Yeah. It's kind of... Kind of weird. Um... Parker comes back with the Black Ninja. Uh, they have somebody following Cole for a while. That guy's oh, following right. him, and then he like attacks him, and he's gonna go shoot him. What does he say to him? Uh, he's some sort of cheesy ass line. I can't remember. This whole, by the way, this whole movie is scored. By some sweet music. There's yeah, like, there's like some jazz like tunes going mm-hmm. down on it. So there's uh there's the uh there's I, like the the theme bongo song, then there's like sexy jazz, then there's like it's it's pretty awesome. Oh, it's like synthy keyboards. Around that same time too, Cole and the old man go sneak into Venarius's right. building to look look up they don't even say why they're doing this. It ends up being that he wanted to look through plans to see why he wants the land so bad. Yeah. But you don't... It's not explained why no. at first. And... So, they get in, and the way they get in is the old man 
offers nude pictures to the guards that are working there, which is weird. It's their only weakness. Yeah, they get in and they steal the clothes from the guys. And as they're going through all this stuff, you have commentary from the fucking old man. Like, oh, I've never seen a play by play. I've never seen a place like this before. What if he has a vault? I used to break into vaults. He's not even on screen when all this is being no, said, so clearly. It's just coal that you see on screen. Yeah, right? clearly this could have been some fucking ADR oh, added yeah. in fucking dialogue, but it's totally so, unnecessary. Yeah. Like, oh, we couldn't have this scene be silent. We had to have somebody going off and talking right here. Right. Yeah, and he's like, oh, look at movies. And oh, I wonder. What, That's when we see the Black yeah, Ninjas movie. Yeah, and he goes. I hope this is one I haven't seen. Like, why the fuck is he even turning this shit on in the first place? That could have been a I mean, obviously it leads to a reveal of the Black Ninja and Cole knowing who that is. But if they're, like, trying to be stealthy and quote-unquote ninja-like, they're not being very ninja-like because he's playing fucking movies. Well, yeah, that guy's not a ninja, though. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the Black Ninja at this same time, though, goes and kills Frank... Stabs the fucking one dude in the head with the fucking hand spikes. Yep. Kidnaps Marianne. Kills Frank. He fucking he slices his arm. Breaks that same arm. Oh. And then that's when Frank runs off like, I'm telling my mom. And he like, <laughs> runs like, off yeah. like a little whiny baby. Really? Yeah. Just the way, just the posture and everything. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it was, it was definitely some weird running away stuff going on. And so he kills, he slides, slices his throat. Right in front of Mary. Oh, he ninja stars his back at the back of his leg. But he misses the first yeah. time, which is funny because that's the second time they showed that guy missing with ninja yeah. stars. So, second times. The- you know, what would happen to Frank in that original opening scene when it's the test? Oh. Had he got, like, cut or something, but it was his test, like, either you make it through this or die? Yeah, no shit. Because I mean, because I, he, I mean, he killed multiple people. I don't know. This just randomly just popped in my head. No, I mean, good point. I have no no idea. It's yeah. this. Yeah, it's kill or be killed. And then and then the this wasn't even part of the whole thing because Venerius just wanted Frank dead, and they kidnapped Marianne. But then the fucking maniac Black Ninja goes over and starts burning down the village like a yeah. maniac. He's running around laughing maniacally, burning down this village. I was like, oh my god, what a fucking psycho. Yeah. Like, did they tell him to do that, or he was just like, oh, so I got my own accord here. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a roll. So, so, Cole suits up after finding Frank's dead body in the pool. He has a bunch yeah, of flashbacks. They just decided to toss him in the pool, too, I guess. Yeah, has a bunch of flashbacks, gets all upset, suits up, goes to Venarius' building, takes out a bunch of guards... And then, well, then you find out he's a ninja star expert, too, because he's fucking ninja star and people left and right as he's walking through the building. He's got, like, what? Two or three swords, <laughs> a bow and arrow. This guy is strapped to the gills. He has size. He has nunchucks. Yeah, that's right. He has every fucking weapon you could possibly think of. He kills all these people, stabs Except- one dude, throws him in the pool, and then the one dude, Parker, goes... Oh, you didn't have to kill all these people. We were expecting you. <laughs> then why did anybody try to attack you? <laughs> right. Why didn't anybody just... Somebody should have been like, Hey, guys, when this ninja comes, hang back, because I want him here. Yeah. So they take... So then Cole just agrees to ride in the car with Parker to where Venarius is hanging out at this cockfighting arena, which was a weird thing anyways. Like, why would Why wouldn't he just... Like, make Parker tell him where he's at and kill Parker and go after Venarius. Why would he ride in the car yeah. with him? That doesn't seem like a fucking good idea. No. Like, no, why would I ride in the fucking car with this guy? Fuck no. So he goes there, he kills all the guards outside. 
all these flames and explosions going off. How did he set all those? I yeah. guess he's just a ninja with that fast and invi- invis- invisibility. He's good with those smoke bombs. And- so he starts killing a bunch of people. He kills the one guy with the size. That's the preacher guy. Right. He throws the size at him, but right before he throws him, the guy goes, "What's this jazz?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He throws his mini stars too. He throws them in that that's guy's right. face. Yes, it looked like a handful of jacks. And there's two blow dart deaths in this movie. Oh yeah. He shoots like six blow darts at that one guy. Yeah. And kill and kills him. Like, yeah. It, but that guy. He deserved death because he shoots one, and then it's just like he froze, and then he sh- proceeds to shoot like four to five more darts into him. <laughs> Fucking run if you got shot with a dart. Yeah, and they're like, would they really kill you, those those four little darts? And maybe he got them in those pressure points. Unless <laughs> they're like poisonous <laughs> yeah. or something yeah. in the end. I really don't know what the shit. fuck was going on there. Super, super, just super weird. Yeah. Um. He ends up putting an arrow through Parker's hand, Marianne gets let go, and Venerius just shoots Parker. He's yeah. like, oh, fuck you, I don't need you. Because well, Cole, Cole has Parker, right? Yeah. He says something to the extent of, like, you're not going to shoot at your own man, are you? And Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, oh, watch me, and he just, yeah, takes out poor Parker. Yeah, but the best part of this movie, and this is... You've probably seen this on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I saw it on YouTube before, and and I had never seen this movie. And if you don't care to watch this whole movie, go on YouTube and type in uh, Enter the Ninja Death Scene, because this will be the first thing that comes up, is Mr. Venerius' death. He gets a ninja star to the heart after trying to, because they keep trying to get Cole to go and work for them. Yeah, seemingly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Many times. Yeah. So after he's like, no, I don't do things for a hire, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you were working with him. He's like, well, he's my friend. Which is the thing, like, they kept going after Cole because they kept thinking that Mr. La- or Frank Landers hired a ninja. Right. But really, he didn't. Buds. They were just Vietnam friends. Buds. Yeah. So he shoot. he throws a ninja star at Venarius. Has like the most dramatics, and it's in slow motion. He's like, oh, and he even so makes a noise good. like, oh! <laughs> and he goes, so he goes, ah, 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 ah. making like those typical like then, death noises you make as like a kid if you're playing like right. with swords or some shit. So like, and then as he's going down to the ground, he gives a face <laughs> and a shrug like, what? Yeah. Like, why did you kill me? Yeah. What it's the fuck? A living. Like, why did you kill me? Like, you're trying to kill me. Like, what the fuck? Total sh- hands out shrug. Yes. Yeah, so unbelievably weird. I'm dying now. And this leads to the ultimate showdown between Black Ninja and White Ninja Cole. Black versus white. It's they have a pretty. It's an okay fight. It's not the greatest, but it's just it's a lot of just jumping at each yeah, other. Yeah, it's a lot of jumping at each other in the cockfight arena, so their space is limited, and Cole ends up winning, stabbing him in the stomach. He wants, he, he, the black ninja says to him, you kill me with honor, I want to die with honor. So then he cuts off. But we don't see that. His, you see the head laying on yeah, the ground. Yeah. But you don't see the head being chopped off. But they showed you a head being chopped off earlier. Yeah. With an well, old man just standing mannequin there. Mannequin head, I guess. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. It looked, you were it's led like, to believe on. it was real. Come on, let's have so, a nice finale. So yeah, here. he kills the black ninja and... 
then it just here's another cut, another weird cut. Yep. You don't see him go over and like console Marianne, and then they like drive off, or like it fades to like the next day or something. No, it cuts to him and Marianne walking out of the house like nothing fucking happened. Mm-hmm. She's like, I gotta stay here because she. He must Frank. ask. He must ask her to go with him or something. Oh sure. Because she's like, he's like, you sure you want to stay? Blah blah blah. And she says like, oh yeah, I, I need to stay because I w- I need to do this. Is what Frank would want. So he says like, I'll be back. Which alludes you to believe that he'll be in the next movie. Spoilers, and we haven't even seen the next movie. He's not in the fucking next movie. <laughs> so, actually, the nin- the guy who played the Black Ninja is the main ninja in the next movie. I don't understand oh, how this is going to work, or if it's a prequel, or they just didn't care about continuity. Or he's just a different character, and you're supposed to be like, all Asians look the same, I don't know. Well, these directors are famous for doing the third or fourth iteration of movies. Maybe they just... Yeah, doing the th- third iteration of their movie right so, after the get-go. So the uh, crazy old man takes cold of the airport, and he asks him who you're going to kill next, and he delivers it like he forgot his oh, fucking lines. Yeah. yeah, you gotta at least go to that part. Too. Yeah, he's like, so what are you gonna? What's your next kill, Mister Ninja? <laughs> he's like, he's like, I don't kill, I eliminate, and then. Like, the bag boy comes to get Cole's bags, and it's the fucking hook. Good old hook hand. And he's like, oh, and he starts running away, and Cole goes, but I can, I can, there are some exceptions. So that means he's just going to kill this guy for no reason. Literally, that's what he's saying. He's like, I eliminate yeah. for these reasons, and these reasons only. But there are some exceptions. exceptions. Like, the hook guy, one, he did torment you, but he was working for somebody, so these weren't necessarily all of his choices. Right, right. And now he's doing some other job. Why do you have to go An kill this guy? An honest living this time around. Yeah. So he goes to kill him, and he walks off towards the camera, and he's walking towards the camera, and is looking at the hook, and then turns his head to look at the camera, gives a wink, freeze frame, enter the ninja. Boom. A weird roll really, credits. You would think the movie would have ended with him in the ninja suit, like doing, doing a, like a flying kick or something, right? Like something cool and badass. Nope. We just got like a classic sitcom ending, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I already played that fucking trumpet noise the one time. Why didn't they just do another little, like, little ditty? So there you go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely it has some cheesy moments and some cheesy acting. But, I mean, if you're a fan of... Good martial arts movies, bad martial arts. I'd say it's worth the. Watch. I feel like people, most people who are film fans of martial arts movies, like good and bad because yeah, because like, they you know. Yeah. And this movie does have like a cult following, and you know it, it has its campiness to it and purpose, but it definitely it's it is the original movie that started the ninja craze of the eighties, wow. which bled into the nineties because you had movies like uh, Three Ninjas, yeah, and Surf Ninjas. Both mo- all movies we Three Ninjas took America's youth by storm. Man. Yeah, these are movies we need to cover. Yeah, Three Ninjas, uh, Surf Ninjas, especially you ever see Surf Ninjas? Growing never up? seen but heard of. You never saw Surf Ninjas. So I'm, there we go. I'm very surprised at that. Uh, I mean, I'm well aware of it because like, most most of the time, it. a lot of these like movies like that you've seen. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Su- especially like movie like that. It had the dude but Kino from Secret of the Years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it. Rob Schneider's in it. I knew Schneider was Leslie Nielsen's in. He's the bad guy, and uh, I always loved it because the kid had a Sega Game Gear in the movie. Oh, and it's like a big aspect of the movie: the kid using the Sega Game Game Gear to like control things. Maybe I've seen some of it. And he and I had a Sega Game Gear. I didn't have a Game Boy. My parents got me a Sega Game Gear because I had a Genesis. Nice. So I had a Sega Game Gear, which I think ran on like nine or like eight AA batteries because (laughs) it had a light up screen and shit. Yeah, it was ridiculous. 
And and I didn't have many games for it either, probably because they were expensive as fuck. Yeah. Um, and Tone Loke is also in the movie as well. Because oh, he was sweet. in, like, Blank Check. Yeah, yeah. And then he's in Surf Ninjas. And uh, that Surf Ninjas is definitely one we need to watch. But, yeah, the Ninja Craze lasted a good, like, oh, yeah. like, good, like 13, 14 years. Like, go, it started right here in the 80s. Like, maybe, like, 96. Really? With that far. Because the three ninja Jean-Claude Van Damme was ninja-like, kind of. I don't know. I'm, uh, let's just say martial arts type movie. No, because martial arts movies were big even after that, because Jackie Chan hit, and well, then it like, yeah, fucking blew right. up again. I'm just saying strictly ninja movie. Strictly movies. ninja, yeah. Probably petered out around 94, maybe. Yeah, when you had your third like straight-to-video yeah. uh, three ninjas movie. High Noon at Mega Mom. That was the fourth one. That's the one with Hulk Hogan. Nice. And that one's unbelievable. That's when they replaced all the kids. Oh. <sighs> And just started over. And I gotta see that at, both as a wrestling fan and ninja fan. It's pretty bad. It's when Hogan had short hair. Oh yeah. He had a buzz cut, and he was actually on WCW TV yeah, with the yeah, buzz yeah. cut when he was in the NWO. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. And it's dude, it's the high mega new high noon at Mega Mountain. It's fucking bad. We did it for the podcast. It's fucking bad. Really? Yeah. It's it's pretty brutal. I mean, there's some funny parts wow. in it. That's hard to believe. Hogan would never lend us wow. something bad. I mean, and there's plenty of Hogan movies we could do, from your Mr. Nannies to your... What's the one where he throws that dog in the river? Not him. <laughs> <laughs> I realize that sounded abrupt. No, remember there's a movie that he's in where he's riding a motorcycle, and if you look in the background, some guy is just fucking tossing a dog into, like, a lake. It might be Mr. Nanny, because I know he rides a motorcycle on that. I don't think he rides a motorcycle in Suburban Commando. What's what's the one with the the guy that was in WWF briefly, the black guy? Uh... Oh, that you're thinking of No Holds Barred. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, we yeah. did that too. That movie is ins- that movie is fucking insane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are some insane things that happened in that movie. Holy shit. That's a, that's really a, that's the what I'm talking about though is a YouTube clip. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's classic. Yeah. There's 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 some that movie is fucking insane. No Holds Barred. But one one I would like to do is totally Suburban Commando because oh, yeah. I loved that as a kid because Christopher Lloyd's in that how did they get Christopher Lloyd to be in that fucking let me movie? see if I can jar your and memory and Shelley Long is in that too there's two like henchmen after Hogan right Ramsey and one of them is The Undertaker good job buddy yeah. thank and you and he has a little kid's voice we're gonna get you Ramsey yeah it's literally overdubbed Undertaker's voice with a child's voice and he's That's like really we're gonna cool. get you Ramsey I wonder if he's on IMDB credited as that probably Copa, Mark Calloway yeah. But you know, it's funny, like, I, I used to watch that, like, as a little kid, like, oh, this movie's fucking cool. I oh, like yeah. It. And when my friend and I, like, watched it, like, and then got into wrestling, we're like, man, that looks like The Undertaker. You know, that was back then when internet wasn't as big as it yeah. is now, so we never could confirm it. But man, did if I... I didn't confirm that later on in my life. I was like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm Undertaker. watching it. Like, I was like... Yeah, I remember watching it later on in life and being like, holy well, fuck, that's The Undertaker. What year did that come out? I mean, we got to say 1991, maybe? If because that Undertaker... It, if, it's under, if Undertaker's in it, it's like 91, because Hogan would have left to go to... To work for Turner. Yeah, so he would have went to go... It was 91. So, because you can tell by Undertaker's look, too. Yeah, Shelly Long, Shelly Duvall, by the way. Oh. I don't know why I said Shelly Long. But yeah, Mark Calloway. He's listed as nice. Mark Calloway as Hutch. Sweet. That's the character name, Hutch. That's got to be like the only movies. He's, I mean, has he done any other movies? I mean, his acting credits are going to be huge because it's going to be Undertaker forever. Yeah. So, I don't know. There was some TV series 
oh, this must have been a wrestling thing. Oh, he was not an episode of... Oh, my God. What the fuck is this show? Poltergeist the Legacy. Ooh. As the Soul Chaser Demon. Basically, The Undertaker. The Undertaker. But it's, uh, yeah, the Poltergeist Legacy TV series. Wow. If we can find that on YouTube, that'd be a fun episode to watch, because we've done Baywatch Nights in the past, which we need to revisit, because that show is just fucking insane. Uh, but yeah, Poltergeist the Legacy, Undertaker is totally in an episode of that nice. as the Undertaker. So that's a really interesting thing. But uh, Do you have anything else to say about Enter the Ninja? Uh, try to watch it in English because it'll be a little bit easier to watch. Yeah, if you can, rent it or <laughs> find the... The Blu-rays are pretty cheap on Amazon, so that's that's where I got them from. So, you know, I, you know, I give it like, uh, like seven uh, Ninja Stars out of ten. Yeah. That's being generous. I don't know. <laughs> I'm at about five or six. I'm, I guess I'm with you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I guess Pretty six. We'll go, I'll go six and a half ninja stars out of ten. And two flopping boobies out of <laughs> five. <laughs> two flopping boobies. <laughs> well, next week we're going to continue our uh, ninja experience here with Revenge of the Ninja. This is in full on YouTube in English? Uh, in English. All right. Uh, Paramount has a YouTube channel. It's called like the Paramount Vault. Uh, I, they put this up not long ago. Just oh, as like a free, free streaming thing. Way to go, Paramount! Yeah, it's called it's called Paramount Vault Movies. They put a number of movies on there, but these are ones that I noticed they put up there was Revenge of the Ninja, and then the third one, Ninja Three: The Domination. So next week we are going to do Revenge of the Ninja, and it seems pretty absurd because well, how is this guy back? I don't know. It's, and it's not Franco Nero? or No, it's the Japanese dude who okay, played yeah, the Black, Black Ninja. Ninja yeah. yeah, so it'll be quite interesting. Seems like something about his family dies, he flees to America, and he has to take on the people who killed his family. Ninja stars will be thrown and tits will be oh, yeah. flopped, I'm sure. And apparently, Enter the Ninja, from what I read on IMDb, Enter the Ninja is the least liked of the three movies. Oh. So, but it's a good thing though. Yeah. That the first one wasn't the best. Yeah. I mean, so now we're getting to progresses. Now we're getting to Revenge of the Ninja, which the cover looks absurd. Yeah, it looks like a comic book. Yeah, it does. I mean, the first Google one. It. I don't know. They don't even have the white ninja on the cover. What the hell? It's a black ninja and then a red and red ninja. He's not even on the cover. Wow. It's pretty weird, but so yeah, we got return one returning cast member, is the guy who played Show. Kazuki, he's the only one to return here. So we'll see what happens here. I hope this one's even more absurd than this one, than the Enter the Ninja. I'm I have sure. a feeling it's going it's to get... It's just going to get Because when you get to Ninja 3 The Domination, which is a Exorcist slash Ninja movie, that's where things are going to get even more fucking crazy. Yeah. So we're, we're building to crazy. Oh, I thought that was Elvira for a minute. No. I was like, wait a it's minute. It's actually this chick who was in the movie Electric 2. Or, well, she's in she's in both movies, but she's in Electric Boogaloo. Or uh, not Electric Boogaloo. Breakin'. She's in Breakin' and Breakin' oh, 2 Electric nice. Boogaloo, which are both canon movies. So they got her to do oh, this one. Oh, that's so awesome. And we, we did elect, uh, Breakin' 2 Electric Boogaloo on the podcast before. And that movie, I mean, you don't have to necessarily be like, I like dancing movies to watch oh, uh, Breakin' no, 2. Yeah, yeah. And I never even, I've never even seen the first break-in but i've seen break-in 2 and it's fucking insane it is an insane movie and uh it's just it's a wild what's the one that i'm thinking movie. of where like the fat boys are in it and like the fat boys i think are, are they in, in breaking uh or? no you're thinking of uh shit 
That's more of like a hip hop movie. Yeah. This has hip hop stuff in it because Ice T's in it at right, the end of right, this one. Right. But they're not in this one. But the one I'm thinking of, like, I think even Crush the Beast. Groove? Yeah! yeah Crush, Crush Groove. Groove. Yeah. Have you, so have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen Crush okay, Groove. Yeah. You know what? Another movie we should, we should, I don't even know how, maybe YouTube we can find it. Uh, the Fat Boys starred in yes. the movie. It's called Disorderly. Disorderlies, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a, a really interesting movie to find for, for the podcast. Sure. So yeah, next week you can find it on YouTube in full, Revenge of the Ninja. In English. It has to be the first thing that comes up when you type in is the Paramount Vault video. If not, type in Revenge of the Ninja full movie. Might be on Daily Motion too. Right? Yeah, but I mean, YouTube is going to be your easiest yeah. uh, way of finding it. So it is in full on YouTube in English. No worries about that. So don't worry about my... Ins- I, f- I dropped the ball this time on this one, so for anybody who wants to watch this movie, you're, gonna, you're basically going to have to pay for it, which sucks, but uh, it, it happens. But this movie has, like, like just the final fight for this movie has a million views on YouTube. Wow. Somebody put up a clip of the final fight in this movie. For Enter the Ninja. For No, for Revenge of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. The, the right. one we're going to watch for Well, I'm week. getting excited. I'm getting amped up here. So hopefully this one's more absurd and more over the top than the last one, and it's still... Uh, it's not directed by the same the Golan and Globus, Menheim and Yoram, whatever. They they didn't direct this one. Oh, they directed that. He directed the first one. The, okay. Uh, See, I love these guys. They're all over the place. So they produced this one because they're just it's just a canon film. So this should be quite interesting to watch. Revenge of the Ninja. So for B movie breakdown, I'm Corey and I'm Sam. See you next week. It's the best of the.